0: Welcome to the Video Made Simple podcast where we help take the mystery out of video and break through the monotony of day-to-day communication for marketers, entrepreneurs and clients. Watch and listen to the world's best video strategists, business leaders and communication experts to supercharge the way you sell, market and teach. How would the world change if you were an exceptional
1: communicator? You said it the way you said it because that's the way it needs to be said in the moment. Open your mind to the potential of video. It's all about showing rather than telling people. The whole idea was to create bingeable content. made me a video. He took the time. That's probably the type of support and care I'm gonna get when I'm paying these people a lot of money for their product.
0: And lead your business into a world of modern communication. You don't have to spend millions of dollars in Spielberg production to get an outcome. Within 24
1: hours of opening that email, we could tell they are watching that full 20 minutes. And
0: video is the most powerful tool for convincing and converting. So we are in the driver's seat. With practical tips that will help you become a better video marketer. This is the video made simple
1: podcast and this is all the amazement it can only get better it can only get better
0: Welcome to the Video Made Simple podcast where we'll refashion your perception of video by presenting new ideas with tangible outcomes that will change the direction of your business. Today, our guest is my old friend, Dan Proctor. Dan's the Managing Director of Simply CRO, a conversion rate optimization specialist with 20 years experience running digital agencies and website optimization for e-commerce and lead generation websites. He studies website visitor behavior focuses on their points of friction, motivation, questions and why they're leaving the site and provides real-time insights on campaigns and improving the website experience and I've always thought that this is an important service as I'm sure so many of you have websites but have you ever asked yourself is it converting and that's why Dan's here to help us understand how optimizing your website can maximize ROI and also how video can assist in converting traffic into sales. Here's our chat with Dan Proctor. Why do you do CRO?
1: Why do we do it? Uh, Well, fundamentally we're looking to help people so many people are flying blind these days they have no idea of the the experience that the users having on their website so what we do is customer research so understand the users interaction with the site and then optimization so yeah once you understand the current experience that they're having you can help the customer and that helps our clients uh, improve things like conversion rate to sale or sales or inquiries so yeah it's really important to understand what's happening on the site what's good and what's bad and then you have half a chance of you know eliminating friction for their users uh, they're getting to the point uh, which you guys help with video and uh, you know doing more of the stuff that's working right now.
0: Well, you're also a client as well, Dan. I forgot to mention that in in the intro. Video advocate. What do most websites get wrong? I mean, there's so many out there and really maybe in the last 20 years, still uh, so many businesses just using it as a glorified paper brochure, if you like. What do businesses get wrong when it comes to websites?
1: Yeah, look, it's a big, big question. It's different, everyone. We find it's death by a thousand cuts. Uh, lots of little things that sort of add up. It's hard for, for you or I to find these things ourself. Um, you know we're busy, we're doing other important stuff like running a business or um, you know building campaigns or doing video shoots or whatever it might be. Um, and uh, so also because we know our site back to front um, we can find everything, but that's not the experience, the visitors happening. You know, they're on their phones, they're at a train station with poor co- uh, connections. They've got a child hanging off their arm, screaming at them. <laughs> that's not the experience they're having. So we, we kind of miss this because we know, um, you know it so well. But if, if I had to, you know, name a couple of big things, uh, and this ties into what you guys do. I think that, uh, copy and communication like persuasive persuasion uh on your website it's something that is totally underestimated totally underestimated and we're still today uh talking at people on our websites and and not thinking or talking through the customer's lens generally people talk about themselves a lot still today and not the problem that they solve for you they you know try and say everything at once or everything in one video and they end up saying absolutely nothing so put it in perspective they're not just looking at you they're looking at other sites they're looking at your competitions you need to persuade them you're you know you're the right option you're a good option you're a safe option you're an easy option you know and you're worth the money that you're asking so you know i feel that communication piece is totally underestimated also we make it too hard for people on websites um, we we'll talk about it later when we talk about the paradox of choice but you know we need to help them on their journey through the website let them do the job that they need to do as fast as possible we call that jobs to be done now why are they coming here they're coming here to do a job or solve a problem so don't make it hard for them and we'll talk about um, some of those things later i'm sure
0: so what cro strategies would you recommend to help them as it sounds like it's not just about CRO, I guess, as it is also about hardcore headlines, good copy, you know, getting clarity with messaging the whole, you know, if you confuse, you lose type of situation that it really starts from them understanding their business. What? Would you recommend to this micro business that's going on, I don't know. You know, like <laughs> I've just my website's up there but it does nothing.
1: You have to take a step I oh, know, you have to take a step back. You have to understand and this is what we do, understand what the problem is first of all. And that's a understanding what that means is where is the problem and Google Analytics will help you understand where it's a problem. You know it's this part of the site that they're leaving from on this sort of device for example that's where that's the easy bit but then there's the why like why is it a problem Uh, so they're leaving here but why and and also how many people it's affecting so that's where you start getting a really clear picture of what's going on the website Uh, we do that through um you know different techniques which are uh, or tactics which a, a small business owner can do some of themselves it just takes a little bit longer the things like you know, looking at heat maps, looking at session recordings, and and surveying your customers, interviewing them, um, uh, running those annoying little site intercept polls on your website. You know, uh, looking, getting copywriters involved, getting video on there, looking at um, you know, do you have bugs? So, like I said before, it's um, we look at lots of little different things. It's death by a thousand cuts, but um, you got to know the where, the why. Um, and then you've got half a chance of um you know uh, solving problems for customers on site so strategy is where why
0: how does video improve the overall experience on websites
1: okay chris let's ex- assume you made the video i did learn some great things working with you guys on the video like with our videos but it's got a purpose every video has a purpose it'll be clear It'll be concise, it'll be short. It'll tell them how long the video is gonna take to watch before they have to commit to watching it. It'll get to the point and it won't be on bloody autoplay. Let me tell you right now, that's just rude. This is something you've definitely taught me, which is around the right video at the right point in time in the context of where they are on their journey so I'll give you an example they hit the home page it might be more sort of explaining the product at a higher level but once you get down to say a services page it might be a um, client testimonial or um, you know, some kind of social proof just to push them over the edge um, look there's lots of little things you can do around a video so you know people tend to scan and, and, and look for things that are of interest to them so don't just plonk a video on the page tell them it's got these key points in it to motivate them to spend that one minute 21 seconds on to actually watch the thing you know you know don't make them work so just a couple of little things but yeah if i had to choose it's around keep it short simple clear concise and write video at the right time
0: <laughs> some familiar words there what are some of the best practices in using videos on the website and i guess one of the things that i is coming to mind at the moment is the way that the the video is presented and you touched on a little bit with regards to duration but we all know how I guess the world of YouTube works with thumbnail clickbait and interesting headlines to I guess reveal what the viewer will receive from watching the video how important I guess is thumbnail optimization or, or placeholder image optimization and I guess so that everybody's on the page this is very much the loading image of the player uh, it's not just the auto-generated version you've really got to consider this now because that is real estate so get it right and put a bit of artwork behind it and so to you Dan do you have any data around optimizing uh, thumbnail and placeholder imaging
1: not the actual thumbnails themselves, uh, I'd probably come to you for that Chris but I do recognize how important that is. We test videos all the time uh, with varying different results and so you know don't give up if the first time you throw a video up and it doesn't work it might be in the wrong part of the journey. But to your point around uh, images, it's got to match the content that's that it's next to so if you're talking uh equally where possible right so it's like any image on a page you're trying to match that image to the message that you're receiving so it adds value to that content to to the left or to the right of it um so yeah that would be my um my thoughts on thumbnails themselves so
0: with everything that you do dan what are the noticeable results from the changes that you make for your clients
1: yeah good question one that comes up a lot naturally with uh, every be- every business uh, particularly a company called with the title conversion rate optimization in its uh, in its heading uh, so there's two things we run a B tests a lot of a B tests so uh, in the case of an a B test you've got a video on the page that's the a or a video not on the page that's the B and we'll literally be able to see in analytics if video on the page gave us say 200 inquiries and video without the page gave us 150 inquiries and that's that's probably the easiest way to evaluate um, some of the, the tactics we do to optimise your website. Then there's overall conversion rate of your website. Now that can be a tricky one because there's lots of things that affect conversion rate on the website. There's new competition, there's pandemics, there's seasonality, there's um, poor campaigns that you've run. But um, if you work with a, you know, a good analytics person or, or a our agency, we know how to look below those um, sort of vanity level metrics on conversion rate um, and, and get below them to see what good site health Uh, really is. So Mm. I can show you lots of different examples, but um, you do need to get below those top-level numbers.
0: Site health, and I think that was something that came up uh, recently. We've been putting together a little health check for our DIY uh, prospects, and when thinking about that, questionnaire. I was like, oh, what did Dan call it all those years ago? Because I remember you did a health check for our site at at the (laughs) very early stages. I think when we just had Got our new logo done and all that, but Health Check was was a big one because I remember your team ripping into us at all of the things that we were, well, let's let's say doing wrong, but in your professionalism, could be doing better, um, things to to improve on. So I guess it, it's a huge advantage to have simply C R O and Dan to be looking at. Uh, what your site actually is doing because we can all sit back as business operators and go oh yeah, no, it's a good looking site, you know, it seems to bringing a couple of leads and you know people people always compliment us on the the imagery or the blah 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 what does all that mean you know and i think the the the, the thing that i've always been fascinated about with your business and, and and also working with you and scripting these videos and actually understanding more about the services uh, is the amount of detail and uh, i guess knowledge that you you're pouring into make this better for people it's not like oh okay so we're just like put your phone number at the top of the <laughs> like i always get baffled when when you know seo companies are like oh okay first thing we're gonna do is put your put your number in the top menu and it's like yeah yeah right what else you know like give me something tangible real that's that's really going to you know drive results
1: and it's a good point you know we've built websites for a living for about 15 years and And that world is where it's all opinion-based and my opinion and my really smart UX designer's opinion and we come in and we use our experience and give you something. But uh, that's not the way it works anymore. The the most important person's opinion and the person who can judge your site health is that user. And that's where all those CRO research tactics come in. It doesn't matter what I think, it really doesn't. What are 90% of your users saying? What's working, what's not working? That's what's important. And, it's, yeah. and so many subjective, dumb arguments you've had for 15 years with your business partners about, you know, where to position things and what to say. Just ask your users, they will tell you.
0: There you go. And what about like some basic auditing? I mean, how do um, people, and I'm, I guess talking maybe to people like getting an introduction to you, right, how do you sort of onboard them and um, sort of understand whether they could candidates for your service but also whether they can afford your service
1: yeah look i mean first and foremost you have to be interested in understanding that user if you're not we're not the right company uh go and get yourself a designer and tell them what to do you know we're i'm not being um uh, what's the word precious here i'm just saying that's step one If you're not interested in uh, doing the research, we're not going to be able to guarantee good results.
0: Yes. Yes. Would there be people that would sit back and say, oh, like, is this guy just a glorified SEO specialist? Just clearly draw that line. And I know that you've probably already been doing that, but I think I'm already making comparisons and it's like it's not right. But is the the differentiator, you know, a a very strong e-commerce client or is it for everybody?
1: Yeah, look, um, same clients. We are very good friends with SEO companies and paid media, paid search companies. And the reason why is they get people to the site and then the people who hit the site either have a good experience or a bad experience and they either buy or they leave. Now, oftentimes they'll get people to the site do all the hard work, getting them there, but then the campaigns will be failing. The customer is saying, this isn't working and it's because the experience on sites letting them down. So they get them there, doing half the job but then the experience, you know, the customers there are going. I don't know what this is. It's uh, I've got too many questions. Uh, who else has used them? Um, I'm unclear. I just oh, it's too hard. These guides are easier. So that's what we do. Is once they're on the site, what's the experience? Um, understanding that uh, clearly, and then giving recommendations to fix it, obviously.
0: Well, you've talked about a little bit about paradox, choice paradox earlier. Let's go into that now. What is choice paradox? How do you simplify the several paths the audience could take?
1: Yeah, I mean, my understanding of choice paradox is pretty simple. It's uh, people are having a hard time making decisions. There's too many decisions for them to make. There's too many paths that they can take. Um, So uh, when you've got too many decisions to make, you end up making none. So the way to solve that the counter is simplification so you know all decisions require some amount of mental effort to make that decision you've heard of you know funny stories about people wearing you know what's his name Zuckerberg or whoever wearing the same color or same outfit every day to reduce that decision fatigue very fancy but it's true all decisions take effort so you as the website owner or the business owner need to reduce that um, mental effort and then you. you know, you're removing one of the first blockages, like, oh, where do I go? Um, if you make it clear for them where they need to go and the path they need to take, that reduces that paradox. And it's different for different parts of the site. So on the page, you know, think about the goal of the page is to get them to the next page and to prove to you that you, you know, they're in the right place, basically. So the goal of that page, get them to the next page, but the intent for the user is just to get there quickly. If you think about a service page, different set of choices. It's around, I need to understand certain information. um, and there's one choice, it's pick up the bloody phone or, or, um, you know, fill in the form or buy, right. So different set of, uh, choices and, and less choices to make on that page. Um, and I'll, I'll give you an example. I was looking for some pain relief cream the other day. Um, I landed, I've got some inflammation in my knees. I landed on the website. I wasn't looking for um, nighttime this and daytime that, I just wanted, I was looking for a path to solve my pain. So find me the pain, I end up on this pain cream side um, page and, you know, my choices were different there. It was around, you know, uh, is it for me? Who else is using it? Um, how do I take action? How much does it cost? Oh, look at that. You're going to give me 50 bucks off. Let's do this. You know, so different different simpler choices as i went further down the funnel and that could apply to a to lead gen website as it could apply to an e-commerce website
0: let's choice paradox out of this topic we'll be back in a short moment with dan proctor are you sick of setting up video equipment and all the tech hassles that come with producing your own videos nowadays video is everywhere and there's a more streamlined way to present yourself professionally on your website videos rather than a crappy quality webcam and you can do it from the convenience of your desk just like I'm doing now. It's called the DIY video program. The DIY video program allows you to create course content, send personalized sales video and emails, record regular video updates for social media and look and sound amazing in every video interaction with a single push of a button. You get professional gear and all the skills you need to supercharge how you sell, market, and teach. Learn more and go to richfilms.com.au slash DIY. Dan, my main man, Dan, what's the one thing you recommend to improve your client's conversion rate?
1: I might be harping on here, but know thy user. Know you thy user. Not, you are not your user you are not you you know your site back to front you know your product back to front they do not so understand what they don't understand and then you you can make you've half a chance of optimizing the experience for them
0: do you believe in outsourced support to make sure like i'm talking about um, the uh, adult, you know for any business really appointing somebody that can clearly look and give construction, constructive feedback on the business through the eyes of the client. Do you believe really in the importance of that?
1: I do, um, passionately. First of all, I believe in specialists. You're a specialist, Chris. I'm a specialist, I hate one-stop shops. Um, but having that fresh perspective someone come into your business without all your biases. Or, um, it's, it's so important.
0: I'm ready for an audit. Let's talk about maybe, uh, you know, do you mind talking about what something like this costs? I mean, I think the market generally has a bit of an idea about what SEO costs, but what, what does it cost for to, to get some really specialist, deep-level advice on uh, conversion for, for websites?
1: Yeah, it varies. So basically the amount of work hours that we perform can um, – uh, is determined by traffic in many cases. So if you've got lots of traffic, we can do more with that traffic. We can look at more things and it might be a 20 grand project. But if you uh, have a low traffic website, it, um, it might be as small as 5K where we go through and do competitor analysis and um, a UX review and then make recommendations. So yeah, and we've got packages starting at two and a half grand right up to 15 grand, so it depends. But there's, there's something for everyone there. It's all about ROI, really. And for us, that return is insights and then results. And that's, that's what we aim to bring.
0: Well, I did go to your website many years ago when we were just started to bounce onto Kajabi, I believe, and looking for your looking to your site for some inspiration on the homepage. I'm like, well, if this guy's <laughs> conversion rate optimization, I'm sure he's got a pretty clear idea about <laughs> how to convert on his own site. Let me go and pillage some ideas.
1: Don't try too hard. People can smell it.
0: Yes. So when you say try too hard, you, you're trying to pack too much into to it and like getting a bit desperate. I, I've certainly been guilty of that uh on our site and in fact those those are the words that came out of brendan's mouth <laughs> um, yeah, just just recently uh with the diy Brilliant. page just yeah. trying to pack in video coaching and video editing links and things like that and he's like let it you know, let it take its course man you know like there'll be opportunities to sell all these other things but just kind of yeah. keep it simple for the time being
1: yeah look it wasn't from me i can't remember who told me this but it really resonated it's like when you try and say everything you end up saying nothing i've always that's always stuck with me I thought. well it's it's
0: a constant theme in anything really isn't it like if you yeah. confuse you lose it's less is more and it really applies to well it actually is really applying more aggressively now than ever before Mm-hmm. Um, we just started playing on TikTok with uh, TikTok ads and, you know, milliseconds count. It's not like, yeah. oh, well, okay, I can spend the first. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Like, there's still, there's still companies out there spending, you know, 13 seconds of their company logo at the start of their video before they actually say something. And even then, <laughs> arguably, it's not actually delivering any communication or any value to the client um so that's kind of funny now i see that but then i look over on at TikTok, which is like the polar opposite it is not about oh, whether you could still have them hanging around after 13 seconds is like can you stop them from scrolling <laughs> like that's the only thing that you yes. need to try and worry about um and uh the curve of uh, attention is far more aggressive on something like TikTok than, than on your website because you've got a little bit more of a patient audience. Uh, they're prepared to go through the load and, you know, prepared for confusion, I guess, a little bit. But, um, you know, if you we using- see, have
1: seen a lot lately, Chris, um, you know, sort of bounce rates going through the roof and time on site dropping wow. dramatically. And when you get – and people are panicking. They're like, why is my conversion rate, you know, half a percent? Also, it's because all your traffic is on social, uh, and they're coming and landing for one to three seconds and then leaving, that's, you know, you've got to filter that out if you really want to look at your site health. Like I understand that's there, that's important in your, in your mix, but your site health needs them out. Or take all those, you know, non-converting Indian traffic or, you know, American traffic because you can't sell, take it out, filter it out, it's not as bad as you think, so Mm. get below beneath those met those averages to see what's really happening on your side.
0: So uh, another way I've just interpreted that, or at least had had thoughts while you were talking there, is like, is the behaviour, the general behaviour, and you know, induced by social media and where you know platforms mm. like TikTok, made people just care less about respectfully you know giving time to sites that don't look right or don't load quick enough or just confuse i mean obviously people are spoiled for choice um, most of the time with regards to 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 looking for um, a bunch of different um, products in the same – that, you know, typically competing in the same type of way. Um, therefore, it is – you are just a tab away from the next page, just a you know, flick, 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 bang, okay, this guy kind of feels the part. So I guess, like, how does uh, – my, my question and what, what came to my mind as you were talking was, like, should web pages now be more aggressively like in the kind of vein of the TikTok attention scarce audience now irrespective of what we think it should look like you know historically do we just get in there and rip in and go look you know what these guys need to know abc and get the fuck out of there <laughs> like so, just deliver that, you know. And yes, if if we can get him past that first base, then maybe we can get him in, into uh, a more deeper level discussion around product and service and the informational type of content, so that they have everything fulfilled. Then then they can transact once they're satisfied. There was a long, very short or long question in there. It's kind of a bit of an exploratory t- type of thing. But but I'm, I'm yeah. kind of I, I am curious, like. Is user behavior changing the way people respond to websites?
1: Yeah, it is. It is, and uh, uh, what you said there was about you know showing uh, summarizing information quickly. Think about most of your TikTok traffic or your social traffic—they're on a mobile phone, first of all. So that's that's changed the experience when that came kind of kicked in, you know, ten fifteen years ago. Um, they're landing. They're looking for something to grab their attention, just like they are back on TikTok. They clicked on something that grabbed their attention. So for that particular channel, yeah, you need to do that again. So you can't give them a big wall of text and bore the mm-hmm. hell out of them. Uh, you have to be prepared to know that that channel also is probably not going to convert as high as your other channels, and the intent's different. They're browsing. They're curious. See if we can pick them up second time round through marketing or something, but. It's very different to paid search, where the intent's hires, Like oh, I was looking for video, um, you know, video services, and then before I clicked on an ad, and I was, you know, my intent's very different to um, you know, curious, curious um, social buyers. So yeah, you need to get to the point quickly. Basically, I mean, I think that's just a good policy anyway.
0: Absolutely, and and because we manage our own website, <clears throat> we find ourselves when looking at the mobile version switching off a lot of the you know sections to look easier, you know, to to have an easier kind of user experience on on mobile phone. Um, is that kind of more and more important? make sure like because we do get traffic from tiktok coming straight into the to the landing page and thankfully we've been converting into that but the first thing that they see is a form like they don't have to do anything they've got the headline and the form straight away so they've had the ad clicked into the site give it to them baby don't try and rely on them to scroll down the page to the bottom and go oh call to action you know like just get get to it
1: yeah look i mean yeah show them how to take action is really important um, but yeah, definitely mobile experience should be, uh, different. Uh, we just, we're just not prepared to, to spend that time. That's where video comes in, you know, like it's so important for mobile users to be able to just, you know, sitting on the bus, click on, you know, instead of reading a big wall of text, they just have a listen to what Chris has got to say. I don't know, you guys are really good at that. So yeah, I mean, you could, could see the different landing pages for different channels as well. So yeah, your TikTok audience and your is very different to your paid audience or your organic audience. So, if you have the time and the ability to split, split those pages out and treat them differently, knowing that their intent is different, hmm. then yeah, absolutely do so. It takes work, but um, yeah, you just got to understand the different.
0: Well, well, you've heard it here first. I mean, there's so much really valuable information. I think anybody like me, I guess, that's fascinated by this. You've got to reach out to Dan and and talk with him directly about he how he can help your business because there's no better uh, resource than, than getting professional help, uh, a specialist outside of your organization. If you've imp- appointed a, a digital strategist or someone internally to try and manage all these things for you, I mean... Is it working for you in the same breadth and level of expertise that Dan could provide for you? And if not, you're going to reach out, baby. Get on with it. Get on with life. Learn new things. Uh, So, look, Dan, is there anything else before we wrap up? Tell us how your audience can reach you.
1: Yeah, just go to simplycrow.com.au and reach out to us uh, via the free CRO audit form or, or give us a call. Um phone number's there, just give us a
0: call. Love we'll a chat. Look, if you want to learn more about the CRO strategies or Dan Proctor, make sure you look at the show notes for details. Improving your buyers' website experience, increasing traffic, and converting them into sales faster is so, so important now more than ever. So make sure you develop a good CRO strategy. Make every click count. Thank you so much, Dan, for coming on the show
1: pleasure. Thank you,
0: Chris. Good to see you, mate. Thank you for tuning in. And that's all for this episode this week of the Video Made Simple podcast. I'll see you all next week.